Welcome back, Cincinnati sports fans. I know it's been a kind of an understatement. It's been a long time a, since uh, since we've had an episode. Ooh. And we do deeply apologize, you know, winter break, two weeks of online school and the such. Uh, so we're back. Traveling. Welcome, traveling yeah. too, I'd say. Welcome back to Inside the 275 Loop. I believe this is like episode 12 Something. or 13, I somewhere in there. I really need to go back and count. It's a number. It's in there somewhere. Either way, <laughs> it's January. And there's a lot of stuff that we got to get to. I mean, it's been literally over a month since we've done a show, so we have tons of stuff to get to. This episode could easily be two hours if we really let it if go. If we really want to stretch it out, we absolutely <laughs> could do that. We're going to try our best not to, but again, there's a lot yeah. to talk about. First order of business, Bearcats went to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Bearcats Oof, went to the Cotton man. Bowl. Um, I did not, unfortunately. Uh, I was supposed to, and then I got COVID, uh, so hardy, hard, hard life got its sweet revenge on me. As if I ever did anything to it, but yeah. uh, didn't get to go. Uh, but Ethan, you got to go. I did, and I was a spectator this time, which was nice because it's a I, nice change. I would have loved to call the game because I was talking to Preston. I ran into him, and he said that his booth was amazing. It was a couple of it was as usual, a couple of down from Dan Horde. So you yeah, could have ran into him. I'll, I'm sure, but we we had. Great seats because I won the student lottery for the Taco Bell Which Live Moss awesome. student section. I have a cool swanky uh, scarf now. It, yeah, I saw those scarves. Yeah, They're kind of they, dope. Oh God, I love them. Um, but I don't know how this happened because in our student section, there was a plethora of Alabama fans. I'm not sure if it was tickets were sold or something, but we were surrounded by like – I don't know, mid forties, early fifties, like Alabama, like, you know, parents like, like on both sides, not like on both sides, but like behind us, like there was a huge clump of UC kids spanning Weird. like 10 rows. And then as you went back, there were UC fans, Alabama fans, like either students or not. And it was the weirdest thing. That is strange. It was so weird. And the parents would start trying to pick fights with the college kids. Wonder how that would go. Um, the, uh, yes, par- the the Alabama fans actually got kicked out mid fourth quarter yep. because they were drunk talking their stuff and security saw it and kicked them out. So we got to watch the full game. Wasn't the best game, I would say. Yeah. Um, Final score was twenty seven to six in favor yeah. of Alabama. Thanks, Mike Denbrock. Um, <laughs> yeah. It see. I, I've said this time and time again to people that were like, oh, we were so bad. We should not have been. I'm like, we should have. We we had okay. all of all the right. opportunities to have been there. Who said that? A bunch of my friends that think they know you're, sports. You're, they're no longer your friends. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but you, the things that we had to do was their front seven was, you know, the it's unstoppable factor Alabama. It's Alabama. They have Will Anderson yes. who could have easily been in New York for the Heisman Trophy. Exactly. He could have done all of that. What we needed to do was pick apart their secondary quick outs, quick screens. But they did. Yeah. Initially. Initially. Yeah, initially, they, initially they did. And then what happened? Nothing. Yeah. Like, we, Mike Denbrock was like, Aah. Also, okay, <sighs> before, really quickly, though. Apparently, I don't know how much I believe this. But apparently, Gino Gadugli was the primary play caller last season. Hmm. I have a really hard time believing that, but I, I also I also don't have a way to disprove it either. I don't either. If <laughs> that's true, that sort of worries me about the future. But yeah. like at the same time, why would he be the primary play caller and and you know Mike Denbrock of the offensive coordinator? Like, there's some weird offensive dynamic that I yeah, I, don't I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I I don't know. 
I would like to think that Gino by himself as an offensive coordinator, which he has been named the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. thank God. I've been calling yeah. for that for a year now. Yep. Um, I would think that as a former quarterback, the second, well, now the second best quarterback in the history of UC football. Yes. Who is in the ring of honor and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the quarterback's coach, you would think that he would want to be, he should be the one running the offense, right? It just all makes sense. Now, look, Mike Denbrock had some pretty darn good games over the last couple of years. His offense did very, very well over the last couple of years. So I really don't even know what to think at this point. I still don't I still don't like Mike Denbrock. I haven't since like the day I got here practically. Yeah. Um and it's like you said, in this game, they were doing what worked and then they changed it up. It's yep. the weirdest thing. Like that first drive, running it down we were yeah. going down the field, marching yeah. right down the field. Mm-hmm. Resulted, I believe, in a field goal it on the did. first drive. Yeah, we had a field goal first drive. Because Alec Pierce well, okay, so Ritter had a pass batted down. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of those. Oh yeah. Um I think four. I think it, it was like four passes that got batted down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it was it was some insane number in respect to whoever did it. I don't remember who did it, but I was actually impressed because That's an impressive thing yeah, to do. It's not an easy thing to do to go up and knock down a pass like that. They did it like it was nothing. Yeah. It was kind of scary. Yeah, and and the so then Alec Pierce very next play drops the touchdown, which was devastating for him. I yeah. you know, I can't get mad at him for that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were saying that they felt like Ritter was kind of slinging the ball a little bit harder than he normally does, and therefore it was a lot harder for his receivers to catch it. But still, I mean, this ball went straight through the hands of Alec Pierce. Um, I'm not a football player, and I don't want to say there's no excuse not to catch that ball. But it felt like in that situation, it's like, didn't feel like there was an excuse. Yeah. And and not that that touchdown necessarily would have made a difference in the final result. Yeah. But it could have changed the way the game went, at least. It, it definitely could have. And I mean, coming from huh, an ex-wide receiver of one year, huh. my wide receiver coach um, would always make the point of, if the ball is in your hands, you have to catch it. Like, that's like the wide receiver's code. Yeah. But you also have to talk about the fact that these are the Bearcats, never really had this kind of attention on them. Maybe Notre Dame, maybe. But this is one of the biggest games of the year yeah. that they're in. The crowd, the the environment was electric. Mm-hmm. I would, I will say that it was a very fifty fifty, like representation of heard, both teams. I've heard different reports of that, but go See, ahead. I I I thought it was fifty fifty. That's just me though, and I mean. But still, Alabama fans are loud, yeah. and that was a sold-out stadium, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it had to be. It, it would have it had, had to, to have be. been. And that's insane amounts of pressure. Yeah. Like, the fact that we made it, like, they did what they could is impressive enough. I'm only going to say that we only held them to 27 points. Which uh, not many teams have done this exactly. season. Not many teams. Exactly. Like, that's that's one of the main points you get to look at, and everyone in the – well, at schools that represent the Tower Five, they're all like, oh, UC got blown out. Like, no, they really didn't. Yeah. Every team that faces Alabama, who has been good for I don't even know how long, they held them to 27 points. The deficit wasn't as big as some people may seem to think compared to, I don't know, Ohio State, Alabama right. last year. Right. <laughs> Ohio State, good Lord. Anyway, Here, uh, here's a here's a quick stat for you. Who are the two teams that that you think held Alabama to under thirty points this past season? Two teams, other than UC. Other than UC. Okay. Um, 
Two pretty close games for Alabama. Oh, man. Uh, LSU. Yep. LSU is one of them. And uh, Florida. Yep, Yep. correct. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Auburn. 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 Auburn held held them to 24. LSU held them to 20. UC held them to 27. Yeah. Oh, no. Florida was just like a two-point game. Two-point game. Alabama scored 32, right? Alabama scored 31. 31 31 to 29 was the final score in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look – I even talked to some Alabama fans who came to the boathouse, uh, I think, like, a, the week after. I think it was the day, the Sunday right before the national title game. It was literally the night before. And they pulled into the boathouse, and, I, you know, I told them I was a UC fan. And in typical Alabama fashion, they're like, well, it's a UC. And I had to tell them, like, I'm talking about the university. We just played you guys in football. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, not to, not to harp on them, but, you know, they were nice people. They were very they were yeah. elderly people. They were very nice. They're like, hey, I thought y'all played a great game. Not to sound like Brian Kelly, but I thought y'all <laughs> played a great game. And, like, play. really, I thought you guys played well. You know, the final score doesn't reflect the effort that you guys put into this or anything like that. Yeah. I thought you played well. Like, they were super nice about it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I thought we did, too. I thought we played really mm-hmm. well. I'm not um, – I'm not, you know, pessimistic about what happened. I mean, look, who honestly and, – and this is going to sound bad, but please don't take it the wrong way. Who honestly expected, expected, truthfully, 100% thought we're going to beat Alabama? I had confidence that we could beat them. Don't get I, me wrong at I, all. I, I thought we had yeah. a really – a puncher's chance to beat them. I did too. I I really thought – I didn't expect like this huge like – lopsided blowout of UC scoring 50, holding them to, like, three. Like, I didn't expect that. I expected a very close shootout between two of the best quarterbacks in college football and that being that. Or maybe a low-scoring game, too, because both teams had a very sound defense, too. I mean, granted, Bryce Young totally threw a pick, which was probably one of the highlights of the game. I I loved it when it happened. It did happen. Um but I I don't know. I didn't really expect them to win handily. I expected maybe a closer game. Yeah. Close win, three-point win. I don't know. But, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't turn out that that way, yeah. which sucks. But And Sauce okay. Gardner, by the way, still had impressive stats. He did. He only Didn't he only hold... Uh, he held JMO to negative to, two yards, I think. Yeah. It, it was some insane stat going out of this game, and... People are still like, oh, he's not going to do good in the pros. I'm like, I don't doubt I, I don't doubt that he will not. I think I said that correctly. You think he will? Yeah, he will. You think like, he will, I, basically. He, he's going to go and get drafted, and he he won't maybe he won't be the greatest quarter of all time, sure. But he's still going to perform and perform well at the next level right. because he has an ultimate understanding of football and has these also physical skills to be good at football so you know i see him going i don't know first rounds maybe late first round mm-hmm. maybe i i will hope for now who he goes to is gonna be really interesting I, i'm i mean like i really want a bengals pick for for sauce that's a I long would, shot though. It, it's it's a very very long shot but i'm going to hold on to all of my hope for that yeah i think well and then we'll get to the Bengals in a little bit yeah um but a lot of people are saying, yeah, like I got buddies that are like, we really want a mod gardener. I'm like, I know you do, and I do too. Mm-hmm. But like, there are chances that are very slim. Yeah, especially it's because probably not going to happen. Depending on how far we do make it into this playoff, 
we're probably going to be one of the last picks. Well, you are automatically like, yeah. just for being in the AFC yeah. Championship game. Yeah, we're going to be one of the last picks. And you'll be twenty nine through thirty two. Sauce yeah, is yeah, not yeah. going to make it that high. Sauce will probably He's, be gone like fifteen. He could. Oh, I think he'll be gone by the top fifteen, top ten. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't. Again, I don't know who's going to take him. I mean, I I don't know. I mean. Lions, Jets. I don't know one of the. God, I teams hope he doesn't that, go to the Lions. I, I hope, hope he doesn't so go to the Jets too. either. God, I, I want him to don't. go to a like average team. Go to like the Bears or something. Yeah, go, I don't know. The Bears, Vikings, uh, Saints. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Saints fan. Go to the Saints. I'll buy your jersey. I don't know. I don't even know, uh, man. Who knows? I couldn't even tell you. But I anyway, anyway, we're getting a little bit off, a little bit off topic, kind of. But Just anyway, the game itself, though, you know, was it a bummer? That, you know, the Bearcats lost? Of course it was. Yeah. But was this city nonetheless proud of what this team achieved? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I th- I mean, they made a statement to the entirety of college football yep. of, you know, hey, we don't give a whatever about our G5 status or yeah. whatever. We're, we're going to play our best football. We're going to win every game. And we're going to win, at least in most cases, unless you're Tulsa, pretty convincingly. <laughs> Yeah. Or Navy, I guess. But uh, yeah. anywho, they won something their games. Like they did something that no group of five team has ever done, uh, which is compete. And though it wasn't in the national championship game, it was still in the playoff, which was compete for a um, for a national championship. Mm-hmm. And you know, and again, it was a semifinal game. I know, but still. And also, kind of looking at a broader thing, um, the. Was it UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati? Like they're, they're these are the American teams going to the uh, Big Twelve, right? Yes. Well, uh, yeah, 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 something sorry. like that. And then, sorry, BYU would be. And the, then BYU, but they're but they're not they're not, in they're, the they're not the American, right? Yes. Th- those teams went two and one against SEC teams huh. in, in bowls, which Houston I, beat Auburn and mm-hmm. UCF. UCF beat Florida. Beat Florida. That's UCF right. UCF score was twenty nine to seventeen. If I can find. I mean, uh, Houston beat them 17-13, but yeah. still, they're winning against the SEC yeah. at, as the American Conference representative, right? which is going to prove to be something big, right. moving into the Big 12 later, whenever that is. Right. Meh, meh, meh. I mean, group of five teams beat power five teams all the time. They do. And, you know, lower tier SEC teams get their butts. Not that Auburn's a lower t- They were this year. They went yeah, six, they were this they year, went six but... and six. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who else was it? I'm sorry. You said Florida? Florida. Florida yeah. was... Seven and six, or seven and five, they or six ended, and six. They ended six and seven, so they were six and six. So they and were they six ended. and six. Okay, yes. so both teams were six and six. Mm-hmm. But, um, anywho, you know, no, yeah, right. You made a great point. Yeah, American went two and one against the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, Cincinnati played a team that went on to lose a pretty close game in the national title game. An yeah. Alabama Crimson Tide team that. I think a lot of people would consider one of the lower tier teams that Nick Saban has had in the postseason of college football. Yeah. But only because they're really young, right? But they are a very young team, yes. A testament to Nick Saban, though, for mm-hmm. getting this team to the playoff. I mean, what yeah. he had to overcome with injuries and, you know, dra- guys getting drafted, like, despite the fact that he didn't win a national title game, this is honestly one of the most impressive coaching jobs from anybody, yeah. I think, that I've ever seen. I- uh, I, so seriously, props to Alabama and yeah, Nick Saban, man. I, I will forever be a non-fan of Nick Saban. That's not a word, but I will always respect the fact that he he does what he does and he does it well. You he, can't deny his greatness. No, yeah, he is. Yeah. It's like the Tom Brady situation where you cannot like him, sure, but he is probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, if not the greatest, because of what he's done. I I mean, 
of course, you can argue and you can bring up all sorts of things and side with whatever else. But I mean, Tom Brady has as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Not combined, but... Not combined, but, you know... Yeah. How long were they with the Packers? Uh, 30 years combined, I think. I think it was three decades. Rodgers came in... Let's see. Favre came in in the early 90s. I think it, I think it would have been... And then Rodgers came in in, like, the mid-2000s. Yeah. And, and then how long has Brady been with the Bucks? A year. Exactly. This is literally his second year. Exactly. That's, yeah, no, that's exactly what I was saying. It the, took Tom yeah. Brady one year yeah. switching from the Patriots to a whole new system, dealing with the Antonio Brown, not not that that impacted the team all that much, but the Antonio yeah. Brown drama and just all yeah, the yeah. crap going on around him. And, and, I mean, his first season with the Bucks, Super Bowl. Right. Now, do you think it was a normal season? It could have been different. Crowd could have I... maybe played a factor in Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. Actually, maybe. Because that's I, a I, good point. I'm not the kind of guy who puts an asterisk on that Super Bowl yeah. or on the national title game from last year yeah. or anything like that. I'm not the kind of guy like, oh, there was no crowd, so it doesn't count. It's like, yeah. no, a Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. Yeah, so, yeah there's still, still two teams playing football against one another. Yeah, it still requires some skill. Yeah, there's also there also would still be a 50-50 crowd either way, so it yeah. doesn't make a difference in the game. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, no, but I, anyway, yeah, Nick Saban, though, Tom Brady, yeah. just undeniably the greatest at what they've done. They undeniable. They have the mm-hmm. accolades to back it up. They do. They have, they just have, they just have it. Yeah. They, they have the, they, they have the it factor. They are that guy. They are that, <laughs> they are that man. Um, but this game against Bama, though, huge props to the Bearcats. They put yep. up a hell of a fight. Um, I know they lost by 21, three touchdowns or whatever, but hey, look doesn't make this city, this program, any less proud, any less excited, happy about the, this season. I think the city of Cincinnati, just as a whole, for this year in sports, has been one of the best. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, at least in my recent memory. I mean, Oh, I think so. Granted, you know, I'm young. I wasn't around for whatever. Big Red Machine. Yeah, Big Red Machine. Bearcats the, basketball in the yeah, 90s. Uh, the 80. 80- Seven and eighty nine Super Bowls where yeah. the Bengals went, like whatever. But the this is progress. And no, this, this is, is great. It's fantastic, and these are some of the best things I've ever seen. And that I know some of a lot of people have ever seen. A lot of people are saying that this year, not to jump to the Bengals, but this is one of the best Bengals teams that people have seen, and they're replacing like the eighty eight teams and the eighty seven teams yeah. that went to the Super Bowl and, I mean, granted, lost, right, but. You know, you know, Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe but Montana. Hey, whatever. Did Joe Montana thing? But Joe Shiesty, though. <laughs> True. Joe's it's just time saying. for a new Joe in the playoffs. Exactly. Just I, I look. I want a rematch. First of all, Same. I really don't want to play the Rams. No, I don't. Either. I don't want to play the Rams. I really want to play the Niners. Same. I think it's uh, written in the stars. Uh, dude, I hope so. <laughs> I, uh, I, imagine though, like I, Joe Burrow beats the Niners, who's Joe Montana beat the Bengals thirty-four years ago or whatever. Thirty-one or no. 30, 33, 34. 34. Wrong, wrong, like wrong 30. But yeah, I, but playoff. Yeah, yeah playoff play, playoff thing. It's right, fine. yeah. Anyway, um, no, that would be just, first of all, that would be ironic as heck. And, oh, yeah, it and so would. It would be amazing if that were the case. It but, would. you know, and, and we'll get to the Bengals here in a minute, mm-hmm. but they got to get past the Chiefs, and we'll get to that here in just a minute. Yeah. Um, so, Bearcats, seriously, we appreciate the memories you brought Love us this you. season. This was an incredible year. I got to have some pretty crazy experiences going to Same. IU and Notre Dame. Conference championship, everything. This is yeah. just one hell of a season that we will 
you never forget. Let, we'll be telling me, our kids about this. Oh yeah, hundred percent for years and years and years and years to come. This is, I mean, it's going to be a staple on this university for years and years to come. Even if they never make a college football playoff ever again, which I think I, there's I, a chance. I'm sure, they could. I think they can. There's always yeah. a chance. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, and the tides I, can shift in college football. Yeah, and I will say, I was kind of sad because I got I actually worked the. Like I worked on the field for the conference championship, and I was kind of sad that I didn't get to storm the field. Just, yeah. a, just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Uh, hey, man, the view that we had, though. Oh, man. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, man. I, was, I, I mean, I was working it, too, so I feel your pain, but, yeah. like, seeing those flashlights oh, from the yeah. press box. Oh, that I was what part of the game. Oh. But, so I was standing on the – so far left corner. That's where I was. I had a I had a oh, yeah. grab mic, and – I was I was looking down like looking at like the players on the field whatever and I look up and there's just flashlights everywhere like, like I, I think it's my banner on somewhere it was like, like the fourth quarter of the game yeah it I think was... there might have been like six or seven minutes left to go and just like one person turned on their flash like it just came out of nowhere like there wasn't oh, yeah. like there wasn't like a thing on the big screen like hey everyone turn your flashlights no, yeah, on there's... this is gonna be really cool yeah it was like one person did it and then it just met another person yeah. did it and then another uh, person then just like everybody uh, did it so if you want to follow me on twitter at ethan herzog three i'll post this picture and i mean it it's insane look at that, like, that it looks like a whiteout it, it doesn't does. it, it looks like a white like it looks like people are wearing white that was a that was a red out or blackout no it was a, it was a blackout it was a blackout but it, it black looks like white a whiteout with the flashlights it, it, it's essentially a black and whiteout oh, if you man. if you will but, absolutely insane sight to see i mean i i talked even to my former boss um the video coordinator here mm-hmm. at uc um and he, even he was like, man, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And, yeah. and he's been here since 2000, 2000, uh, 2007. 2007? Yeah, yeah. The 2007 season was when he first started. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a lot yeah. uh, in this program. But he's like, man, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in this stadium, which I think says a yeah. lot. I mean, I've been having a heck of a freshman year. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little spoiled coming into my yeah. first year of college. Yeah, man. Started oh, my man. freshman year. It was an 11-win season. Birmingham, or sorry, uh, military bowl trip. Mm-hmm. Win the military bowl, another eleven win season. Go to the Birmingham bowl, win the Birmingham bowl. Junior year wasn't a part of the team, but I, you know, again, I got to witness the Peach Bowl. Um, yeah, I got to be in the press box for those games at home, oh, yeah. which was really really cool. It was really really eerie though, the empty stadium. Yeah, I, um, I can imagine. It was really eerie. I, I, I and then I, this year, just yeah. with a cherry on top, man. man. With a cherry on top, and. You know, I want to kind of get into the stats here, but I don't think we really need to I read them. I don't think so either. No I one mean, really needs to know no, them, but, you know. It's, it's fine. It's going to – I think one thing we can maybe talk about, though, is is the upcoming draft, Jerome Ford. Uh, by the way, I thought he was having a great game against Bama. Oh, He was finding sure. creases. He was finding holes. Yeah. He didn't have, like, a huge run at any point. but no, like, but he he was efficient. Dude was a freaking bowling ball. Mm-hmm. It was, like, not even that. He was, yeah. like, he was, like, a freight train, man. Dude, get yeah. out of the way. Like, yeah, you – no he wonder he committed to Alabama originally. Like, right. holy cow. But, you know, Desmond Ritter, I think a first-round pick. I don't know that he's really going to sustain success. I, I love you, Des. I do, too. I don't know that you're an NFL-caliber QB. I, you're just – I, I, I want you to prove me wrong. I, I But he yeah. doesn't have the accuracy. I don't have the confidence in him. Come, you know, when you saw Joe Burrow in college, you're like, okay – Oh yeah, this guy's got something about him. He yeah. carries himself differently. This guy's different. Yeah, he's a first rounder. He's gonna do big things. Not that you need team. to be Joe Burrow no, necessarily no, no, no. to have success. I'd in rather the you be a Desmond Ritter. Like you know, I'd rather you make a name for yourself. Yeah, like, it's you know, 
I don't know. It's it's tricky, but I, I think Ritter will probably go in the first round, maybe probably. second round. I just don't mm-hmm. know who's going to take him. A lot of friends of mine are joking, like, oh, he's going to go to the Steelers, and we're going to have to hate him. And I'm like... I don't even know if I'd I hate don't him think, the Steelers. I don't think he's going to go to the Steelers. That that implies that he goes, like, 15th overall. Yeah. That would, uh, yeah, that's because the Steelers high. are going to be looking for a replacement because Ben Roethlisberger just retired like, today. today. Yeah, like, I officially mean, today. Mason Rudolph, I think, is going to be taken over. Probably. Whether or not they want that. Probably. Now, yeah. there's only one person that can carry on Ben Roethlisberger's legacy, and that's Deshaun Watson. Anyway, okay, bad joke. All right. Anyway, <laughs> no. anyway sorry. Um, bad, bad joke. Oh, that was really for those bad. of you, for those of you that get it, you get it. For those oh, of you that don't, goodness, don't even worry that about was it. Horrible. Uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, back to back to the regularly Man. scheduled program. Um, let's talk about sports. Let's continue on. Uh, so, Bearcats basketball has been happening as well. They have. Um, so, so since we have been gone, I'm trying to see what games we I missed. I think we ended at Miami. Potentially. I think Xavier... Xavier, we did didn't we talk, talk about, about Xavier. I know we didn't talk about Xavier. We did not talk about we Xavier. We did not. Okay, so they lost the Crosstown shootout by yeah, 20. Yeah. That game was ugly. I, wasn't, I was honestly not expecting a win. But at that, point, at that point, I really didn't care because yeah. we were in the college football playoff. Like, we were Same. fresh in the... I was like... Yeah. I had Xavier kids talking smack to me. Yeah, everyone... And I'm like, literally, I... It, yeah, it sucks that we lost to Xavier for we, the third time in my in my college career, but I literally could not care yeah, less. No, I don't think any like maybe like die, the diehard basketball fans cared, but any other person I don't think actually cared that much. Like, sure, right. it sucks because we lost to you know Xavier and all that, but me personally, I also didn't care. Like, I was I think at that point I knew I was going to Dallas, right? So I was fine. Like I was yeah. Whatever. I was like, hey, we're, we're, like, it was funny. Xavier fans tried so hard to make me care about it. Yeah, good luck with that. I don't, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get them next year. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, anyway, so, you know, um, so overall, their record, they just lost last night to Temple, um, yeah. which really, wait, that was, I'm sorry, Sunday night to Temple. No, wait, mm, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. God, yeah, I am Tuesday. getting, I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. Getting, you're fine. I'm getting my days mixed up. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, I know. I just remember I was working. It was Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, which Temple always gives the Bearcats a game at Temple. They just yeah. always have, man. They always will. Temple, for whatever reason, yeah. is just a thorn in our side. And I want to complain, not exactly about anything to do with the play, but ESPN, please fix your broadcast at Temple. Holy The ugh. camera's yes, way off. It was, center. it was. It was on top of the temple bench. Yeah. The the basket was never in frame when it was shooting the far right side of the court. Yep. The announcers were not that great. Yeah. Like, granted, I mean, I say I'm a pretty decent announcer, you know, but, like, I'm not saying put me in, but give someone else the job. Right. Like, they're, they were so boring. And saying, like, Madsen's name wrong. They said, like, Madsen. Madsen. Yeah. It was yeah. really, like... I was angry about it. Yeah, you no, know, that's one thing that's always bothered me since I really started watching Bearcats basketball in 2017 was when I watched that game at Temple where Jacob Evans hit the game-winning shot. Um, it, like, ever since that game, I was like, why is the TV camera, like, 30 feet off? I, like, I, I, why I is it? I want to go and yell at whoever It's got to be a stadium. That. It's got to be a stadium thing. It has to be. It has to be. It has, it has to, to be, be a stadium restriction. It, it, it can't be ESPN's fault. It's got to be the way that the stadium was built. Temple Fixer Stadium. Temple, that, that, that's all. That's all for I'm everyone's saying. sanity, also, please. You're. I don't know if it was a shading. Th- Sorry, I'm getting very technical. But I don't know if it was a shading thing. But the court was really bright. Is that just yeah. our court being ugly, or is that? 
the lighting. Honestly, I can't even remember. Because the way that the video feed looked itself was just weird. Could have been there. Could have been the white balance on the cameras. I think it may have been the white balance, but could have been the lighting. Weird. I don't. I honestly don't. I don't even remember because I was again. I was working, so I was only half paying attention to the game. I I watched the game and I was like, "This is awful." Yeah. Anyway, it's weird how we always have terrible looking broadcasts. Like whenever we're playing at Nippert, like the TV, just the color is woof. People pointed out on Twitter too. Twitter too. They're like, "Why is the why are the colors so dull?" Like When, when we played at Temple. No, when we played Nippert. Oh yeah. In football, people pointed that out on Twitter oh, all the time. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Oh, that's true. I, actually, I do know what you're talking about because yeah. they always have this weird blue filter, and yeah. then our cameras are fine. Right. And there's always this joke that they it's, just send one a, of the students to go do it because they know what they're doing. Yeah. It is like a blue filter thing. It's yeah. really weird. Sh- shout out to the intro to sports broadcasting class. Hey, there you go. We're, we're pretty cool. Anyway. Uh, so right now the Bearcats are 14 and 6. They've picked up some pretty key wins uh, yeah. since we've last talked. Uh, they had their game against Houston at Houston postponed. They put um, it out in third now. Of March, right? So that's like so pretty last minute, yeah, before the conference tournament. Mm -hmm. But um, let's see, they had they had a win against uh, Wichita State, which was was their best win over this entire span. They had a very close loss. I know it's an eighty-seven to eighty loss, but it was way closer than that for most of the game. It was a very very tough loss, but it's a pretty good Memphis team on the road at Memphis. Mm -hmm. Tough loss, but I thought they played pretty well. Yeah. Um. So, you know, a, a decently impressive um, span. They I, lost a two-lane by eight, tried to make a comeback in that game. They were down bad in the first half Oh yeah, in that game. And then they had to mount a comeback, and they just weren't able to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, Tulane is sneaky, man. They're very, very sneaky. They are. I, I would agree. They very but much are. this Bearcats team, I mean, if they want to make the tournament, I thought for sure they were a tournament team. Um, and I'm not doubting that they can still make the tournament, but mm-hmm. right now they're in the first four out, according to a lot of bracketology experts. Yeah. And they got they got to claw their way back. They either they got to do one of two things: they either have to just continue to kick ass on their schedule, mm-hmm. or they have to win the conference title game. It is yeah. one of those two I, things that has I, to happen. I say if we if we we have to win, we have to be a 20 win team. We have to have like, to be reach the, 20, yes, 20 wins. We have to reach 20 wins minimum. And I say we do that, to be quite honest, I, I think we can. Like, I genuinely think that we can. Oh, we, yeah. You need six more wins. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. I, I, I you think have we, Memphis and Houston at home. USF oh, yeah. is garbage. East Carolina <laughs> yeah. is sneaky. They be, are. Be wary I, of I'm them. I'm very nervous for this game on Sunday. Home games, I'm, home games I'm confident in. I away am games, confident Away games, games are where I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. But you got two games against USF. That should, should be should two be wins ones. right there. Yep. But, you know, and this goes back to the 2019 season. Um, Bearcats went, they had 20 wins, 10 losses, and they were about to go to the conference tournament. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened. And the question was, okay, well, if they don't win the conference title game, are they going to be in? Or do they have to win the conference title? That was the question in that season. And then that never got answered. So it will be interesting because, I mean, it also depends on who they beat this season. You know, you got to beat Houston. You've got to beat Memphis. You get those wins. And then a few more, that's really going to help yeah. your resume, and that's really going to help. See, because I, I see us beating Memphis at home. Oh, I, I think I, we beat I, I Memphis really and Houston at home. I, yeah. I thought that the whole time. Oh, yeah, 100%. It, I, I really don't care that there's a 7 in front of Houston's name as we record this. I don't know where that'll go from by the time we play them on the 6th of February. I bet they drop another game. Probably. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I, I, 
I mean, I see we win all of our home games, like like you said. Apparently, we play UCF once. I don't see them a second time on our schedule, which I find kind of odd. Uh, we only have one home game or one game against UCF, which is at UCF. I still say we win that because whatever. Uh, I I mean, I see we beat SMU at SMU. I'm gonna be completely honest. I think we do that. SMU's not that good of a team. That's yeah. the thing. They're, yeah, like, I know. But then again, you, you never know, man. Yeah. Really bad teams can just beat really good teams on like literally any day. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it just it's happens. really it's really weird. It just happens. It, it's the whole thing of any team can win on any given day. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. One thousand percent. I I stand by that. And oh, I will die by that. Yeah, same. I will I, die forever, by that sentiment. I will forever stand by this. I will die by that sentiment. Which, which is why I stood for uh, the entire UC football season. Anyway. Anyway. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I say we make it 20, 22 wins, maybe. I think if you, get, if you can get to 20 or 21 wins and then make a run in the conference tournament, yeah. I think you might be in the first four, the last four in. I, I think, think so. I think that's really yes. the, Bear, the Bearcats' best shot if they don't win the conference tournament, is to go yeah. to Dayton. Because I don't remember what I was watching, but there was it, was... it was some college basketball game. And the announce... Or no, it was an analysis thing. And whoever it was said that it'll probably be Houston wins the conference championship. But there has to be another from the American, he thinks. And he thinks it's UC. He thinks that Cincinnati will make it. It's interesting he didn't pick Memphis. But I guess Mem- what what is Memphis's uh, uh, record? What are they, they right now? Are ten, 10 and eight. eight. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Bearcats have four more wins. I guess I. Yeah, Bearcats have. They, I mean, I'm impressed to be quite honest. For for Wes Miller's first yeah. year, he's he's been doing great. And I will say they rode a very early season high um, after beating uh, Illinois. Mm-hmm. By twenty, yeah, and then had a very very close game with Arkansas, mm-hmm. which I think again, you know, even though there was a loss, I was still proud of the team. Same, like, holy crap, I mean, where did that come from? Yeah, I know. Uh, so they handle their business against Illinois, close loss to Arkansas, two top fifteen teams at the time. By the way, keep mm-hmm. in mind, yeah. Uh, and then it was lost to Monmouth, and I was like, uh oh, <laughs> where's this going? Yeah, road win against Miami, very close road win. Yeah, you know, you beat the heck out of Bryant. Okay. Lose to your main rival, heartbreaking, sure it hurts. Yeah. But then they went on a three-game win streak against FAMU, Ashland, and Tennessee Tech, which that should be a three-game win streak. Yeah. Lost to Tulane. Yeah. W against SMU. Loss, a close loss at Memphis. Three straight wins again against East Carolina at Wichita State and versus Tulsa. Man, that game was sick. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then Tuesday's loss against Temple. Yeah. So I think for Wes Miller's first year, and not to mention the recruiting, man, the recruiting Ooh, for Wes man. Miller has been impressive so far. Yeah. Very, very impressive so I, far. I, I can't <laughs> I can't wait. Oh God, yeah. Wes Miller is just the basketball version yeah. of Luke Fickle. Oh yeah. hundred percent. He's, he's so reminiscent of almost like the Bob Huggins slash Mick Cronin era defensive style, tough dive after a loose ball kind of stuff. Like, the mm-hmm. bear, traditional Bearcats basketball. Yeah. He didn't really I, have that with John Brandon. See, I I feel like coming into Cincinnati, that's what he wanted, and then he's just going to push for it, which I'm going to be completely happy with because I I want them to win, you know? Right. Uh, obviously. Obviously. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've been very – like, I've been working games, so, like, I of course I get to watch them, but I have to right. pay attention to certain things. And I've just been impressed with their play. Like, to be quite honest, they are – like sure they have their moments where they screw up and whatever because they're I mean they're still new team under new coach right it, it's gonna be like that it's gonna it's, take time like it just takes time I I don't know if I 
initially, I don't know if I expected to be this good right. at the beginning of the season, but now I'm like, we could totally be a 21 team. We could oh, totally yeah. make it to the bracket, maybe win first, second round, maybe. Maybe win. I, I said I think win first round, maybe. Yeah. yeah we'll I, see. I don't know. I mean, sure, we could be surprised. They run it all the way to the championship and win. I'd be fine with that. I don't mind. You say? Are you talking about the NCAA championship, or are you talking about the conference championship? I mean both, technically. But oh, okay. I was more so talking about NCAA. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, both championships would be very nice very. Uh, if we were to bring home two rings. But I don't know. I, I'm pleased. I I think I oh I think everyone yeah. is. I yeah, mean, I, I think so I, too. Yeah. I think everyone's pleased for the most part. There are definitely some things about this team that oh my god, they are frustrating to hell. Oh yeah. And one of those things is three point shooting. It yeah. is just oh I, my god. Davenport, it's like guys, I love you, but. Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. Please Seriously. relax. Like, he, he I, had, like, one really, really, really good game, which I mm, applaud him for that. I think it was the uh, Tulsa game. He gets, a, he gets a little bit too confident. He does. He gets a little bit too confident. He, his best game this season was... It was a Tulsa game. Yeah, it was Tulsa. He dropped 24. He almost dropped 27. He was close. Which yeah. would have... Been, he would have tied his uh, career high. But after that, he he couldn't land anything. No. He, he would keep going after these shots, and I'm like, dude, stop. He's like, like he's basically giving the other team extra possessions. I know. And, like, I I, I love you. I, I love this team. I love this roster. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic talent here. Please, calm down. Just and also bit. grab rebounds, please. Yeah. I, that's that another, is, that that's is, another thing. I feel like we've gotten a little been better. better. They have, they've been better. They've been better but this season. Still, like... Ah. Uh, they have they they definitely have their their problems. That they, is they for do. sure. They, they they do, and it's okay. I no one has lofty expectations for this team. I mean, look, they're not going to make the top twenty five this season. They're not going to be pretty. No. If they're going to do anything in this season, they're going to win. They're going to have to win regular. Well, maybe not the regular season conference title, but they're going to have to win the conference tournament. You know, somehow get into the NCAA tournament, win mm-hmm. a game there, win a couple games there. But yeah. you know. Year two and three, that's when that, that's Wes Miller's got to, yeah, like, yeah. really get stuff going. And, and I think he will. I have confidence yeah. in Wes Miller. I do, too. I, I really do. I like I, the guy. He He's bringing in so much talent. Yeah. He, I, I His think, attitude, too. Just I, I like, think the name Wes Miller resonates with players coming out of high school, and they want to come here because of Wes Miller. I, I think so, think. too. I mean, I, you, I mean, you look at what he did at, you know, Greensboro. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I mean, heck, I, I'm not going to, like, pretend like I knew who he was before yeah, we hired I, him because I, mean, I, I don't think didn't. Did, to be quite honest. I don't think anyone did. No. But, like, as soon as we figure out who he was, like, oh, I really like this hire because the mm-hmm. dude really bought into the culture yeah. really, 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 really quick. Yeah. And it's it's been incredible to see him embrace this culture here mm-hmm. at UC and just take off with it. Yeah. And everyone's excited about it. I think everyone recognizes, okay, you know, we're bouncing mm-hmm. off a pretty weird year with the whole John Brandon stuff. Yeah. Which was, you know, back in, like, April, May – there's a lot of weird stuff going on there, yeah. and no one, no one really knows what was going on. There's, yeah, you, know. you know, Fickle was like, "Hey, man, they're not handling this really well." Da 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 da. Like that was in a text to John Brannon. Yeah. And but it's also like, okay, but when you have that many players going to the transfer portal, it's like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It, I don't, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it, it was a really weird situation. But in a year where after that happened, in a COVID year, this team is, I think, yeah, three. I think they're about. Four or five wins better than people expected yeah. them to be at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I've talked to I talked to my dad at the start of the season because I 
I mean, I've wanted to go to a game with him, whatever, because he, he likes basketball and whatever. And I was talking about this coach, and he's like, I don't see them doing anything, to be quite honest, blah, 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 whatever. And I talked to him recently, and he, I, he was, I mean, he has a little bit more faith. Right. Uh, he believes that, you know, you know just talking, talking to people that were skeptic of Wes Miller coming in, and we're like, oh, he's no Bob Huggins, he's no whatever. But honestly, no one's I, Bob Huggins. I, no, no one's Bob Huggins. But like, I, I have this whole mantra, at least of myself, to where I don't want people to be like someone else. I want them to be better. I want them yeah. to make a name for themselves, like doing their own thing, which is, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't know. I no, mean, no, no, I, I yeah. 100% agree. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I saw this, these guys reacting to the Titans Bengals game. Um, which again, we'll get to that in a minute. Mm. But this one guy, like who was uh, rooting for the Titans to win for whatever reason, I don't know if he was a Titans fan or he just didn't like the Bengals or what. Sure. But he wasn't wearing anything Titans attire or anything like that. He actually wasn't wearing any NFL attire. It was, I couldn't figure out why he was rooting for the Titans. That's funny. But he was rooting for the Titans nonetheless, and um, he was talking trash about Jamar Chase the whole time. He's like, "Man, you ain't no Ocho Cinco," and da da da. It's like, yeah, he's not. He's, he's Jamar Chase. He's Jamar Chase. Like, like he, he, what? He's, no one's Ocho Cinco. No dude. offense to my favorite receiver of all time, Chad Johnson, but Jamar Chase is better than you. I, ju- I just okay. Let's say, well, let's tone at down least on in that. His rookie season. Listen, in his okay, rookie season, sure. he did fantastic. I don't know about the rest of the, the rest of this, but out of rookie wide receivers, just in general, for me at this moment, it may just be Jamar Chase is the best one that I've I, seen in recent years. I would agree with that, but. It's undeniable how good Chad Johnson was. We're okay, getting off that, topic. That is true. We're getting off topic, yeah. but like we can, we'll we can get we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we will get to that in a minute. But uh, Bearcats have a game. Uh, let's see, that is at noon on Sunday, I believe. Looks like one. Yeah, uh, the thirtieth. Yes. Noon on Sunday at East Carolina. Um, I think the Bearcats pull out a close win. Probably. I think, I think Carolina gives them a fight. Yeah. I don't know. There's s- there's no spread or anything, so yeah. we can't really make. I'm gonna any. say sixty-five to sixty win on the road. For, in favor of the Bearcats. Uh, I'll go 70 to 67 Bearcats. Okay. All right. I don't know. So there you well, have we'll it. We'll see. Well, know. there you have it. Should so, we have some stakes here? Do what uh, they do on 700 to where the, we keep track of our how close we get, and then the loser has to give the winner like a dinner or something? It's funny. We <laughs> So the former sports director, Alex Frank, actually tried doing that my first year, and he said, okay, uh, the second place guy has to buy the f- everyone else. A steak dinner. I'm oh, like, God. that's not how that works. Yeah, that's the, not how that works. The last place guy should be the, the last one that place does guy. That. Why would the guy you got second place get punished when there's guys that did worse than him? Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, on, so we'll move on to the Bengals here in just a little bit. So that's where the uh, Bearcats are at right now in terms of basketball. So we'll move right on to the Cincinnati Bengals, who <laughs> I think they've really shocked not only me but the nation. Uh, yeah, America's uh, team? Question mark. I mean, I, I <laughs> they got into the playoffs. I mean, they they you know they were AFC North champions, which automatically put them in the playoffs. Yeah, which meant they got a home playoff game automatically, Ooh. which is great. Uh, yeah. So. You know, everyone was like, okay, good, wow, we made the playoffs. That's amazing. Sweet. And then it was like, okay, but can we win a playoff game? Is this yeah. the team that can win a playoff game? And come the AFC wildcard game against the Raiders at home, freaking uh, 3.30 kickoff on a Saturday, Bengals take on the, the Las Vegas, I almost said the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, and boy, this was, was one a, heck of a game. That was a roller coaster. It was. I... My, I was lucky enough to have gone to that game. Uh, my grandpa got had tickets and he took me, 
Uh, granted, we were up in the nosebleeds. Don't care. Fantastic either way. It was. I would it say it was almost more electric than the Cotton Bowl. Solely because I feel like there were probably more Cincinnati fans because I don't know how many Oakland fans could have made it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's more not like... Oakland, Las, Las Vegas, but whatever. Right, well, true. But also, I mean, you know, it's in Cincinnati, and yeah. there's much more of a chance of this Bengals team beating the Raiders than there is mm-hmm. the Bearcats beating the Crimson Tide. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And, I, man, like, it was, like, so, so loud. I, I don't know how accurate the... Um, like when they do the whole like sound meter thing on the score, the decibel on, counter the, or whatever. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, I don't know how accurate it was, but it would max out very often, like on on its little screen. And it, it, I mean, it was fun. I tailgated. It was great. Like you know, oh, man, it looked like I, such a good time. It was time. one of it was one of the best sporting events I've ever attended. Uh, it looked like it. I I I've only been to one Bengals game ever, mm-hmm. and that was when they tied the Panthers in fourteen. Oh man. Yeah, that was the one game I've been to, so thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, but, no, this game, Whew. holy cow, that would yeah. have been awesome to see. That would have yeah. been so cool I, to see. See, and the funny thing is, when the final play happened, when Jermaine Pratt got the interception, I thought he just dropped it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was incomplete. Well, it was a fourth down anyway, wasn't it? Was, it? it was a fourth down anyway, which was why I was like, oh, my God, they did it. But when I went back and I, you know, I was – I per- perusing through Twitter because I always do that. Because everyone does that. Exactly. And I saw, you know, Dan Horde posts whatever about the Bengals and has his calls of the game. It was a video of Jermaine Pratt catching the interception. I was like, that is so much cooler than an incompletion. Like, oh yeah, you know. Give me the ball back. Yeah. I, needless to say, 31 years snapped. Yep. Like that. Thank you, Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, like, like I have, oh my lord, I have four older siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, only two of them would have been even remotely close to remember, and they don't even remember it. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. They would have been the only ones remotely close to have seen and remembered. Yeah, not just been alive for, but seen and remembered a Bengals playoff win. Yeah, and I guarantee they don't. Yeah, I absolutely guarantee they don't remember that. Mm-hmm. So, really, the only people in my family that have legitimately seen a playoff win for the Bengals is my parents. Yeah. That's it. But, like, yeah. not even my 36-year-old brother. Yeah. R- r- he was five, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's not going to remember yeah. that. My my parents remember. My grandparents remember. I think that's it. Yeah. I, I think. This is a generational thing. This yeah. this playoff, um, not birth, this playoff um, drought. Mm-hmm. spanned a couple different generations yeah. of Cincinnatians. It, it, this is a huge thing just in general for Cincinnati. Yeah. Like 26 to 19, the final score, by the way, if you, in case you don't remember. Yeah, in case you, yeah. I mean, you might not. I don't know. You may have been blackout drunk. Who knows? I don't blame you. Too much, too so much celebrating. It's yeah. okay. It's a good thing though. Deserved. Deserved. Very well deserved. There's, there's videos of people on Twitter. Like there's one of this guy and his dad at a bar and, like, the the son just, like, it's probably in his late 20s, mid-20s, just, mm-hmm. like, starts crying and, like, just yeah. embraces his dad. And you're like, wow. I, the, I mean, that, I, the two things I did right after the clock hit zero, I hugged my grandpa because we were both feeling the same emotion. And I called my dad. Yep. And, like, screamed at him, we won! Like, he was like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, but we won! And he, I mean, he was feeling the same way, I'm sure. <laughs> but, 
at that point he had COVID and oh, that's whatever. Sucks. So he was he was stuck in his room and he you know I mean he watched the game because one Bengals in the playoffs, two couldn't do anything else. So what else are you going to do except watch the Bengals in the playoff game? Naturally, and I mean it, it was I will remember this forever. It will oh, be yeah. another story that I tell my kids. Yep. You see twenty twenty one and. Bengals, Bengals 2021, 2022, yeah. 2022, whatever. Right. Whatever you want to call it. I uh, mean, and my friend made a great point. He's like, hey, I really want to do something special for this. And we ended up not really doing it. We just hung out in my in my basement yeah. and watched the game. Uh, but, you know, like, he, he was like, he really wanted to go downtown and stuff. We're like, dude, that is just not realistic. Yeah, no. That is not Cause, realistic. Because my... He was also pretty inebriated yeah, at the time true. that he said that. And we were like, dude, you got to calm down. My... Because my two brothers actually went to a concert that was right next door to Paul Brown Stadium at that new venue. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I went with my mom to go pick them up after the game because the concert got done after, like, a good chunk of time after the game was over. Mm. And it was crowded. Not by concert goers, but by Bengals fans still at the bars. Like, they were still there mm-hmm. hours after. And shout out Zach Taylor being an absolute legend and going giving a game ball to the fans. That's actually really cool. Isn't I, it? Isn't it I crazy it. that before this season, everyone's like, "All right, this is the year for Zach Taylor. If he doesn't get like six wins, he should be gone." And then you here, know he here is we are, the far AFC exceeded. Yeah, oh yeah. Now Lord. they're in the AFC Championship, but this game against the Raiders, though, Las Vegas actually outgained Cincinnati by almost eighty yards. Man. Vegas had two turnovers, though. Mm-hmm. Um, time of possession, Cincinnati had a few more minutes extra than yeah. than than Vegas. Nothing huge there. Um, Vegas had more touchdowns, uh, sorry, first downs, uh, than Cincinnati 23 to 18, the stat there. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, one heck of a win for the Bengals. They pulled it out. And then there was that whole controversial whistle thing, yeah. man. Raiders what? fans were so mad about that. Yeah, and they then were. they almost got bailed out at the end of the game because of that terrible, um, roughing the passer call. Oh my, I was so mad. They <laughs> all, it was the worst. It was literally, it was a head bunk. Mm-hmm. It's like. How yeah. is that roughing the passer? I don't know, he, man. But, like, he was in the middle of the air. He can't just change directions midair. Yeah, no, like, he can't do that. And then Derek Carr got he, he got the call because he just went, like, pointing at his head. He's like, oh, I got Whatever. hit. Whatever, dude. Like, dude, chillax. Like, you have a helmet on for a reason. Yeah, like, because, I mean, technically that touchdown should not have standed. Technically, rules, yes. Yada, yada. But how in the hell could you ju- – we can say that on our airwaves – how can, in the hell can you justify overturning that touchdown when the ball was from, like, me to the wall over there, which is to say 10 feet away? When they blew the whistle. When they blew the whistle. Yeah. It, was, it was that far away from, was it Tyler Boyd? Yeah. From Tyler, Tyler Boyd's Tyler. hands. Mm-hmm. It was that far away from his hands. Maybe not even that far. It's like, how can you justify ripping away that touchdown? Like, you can't. They're like, oh, well, technically it's a dead play and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, yeah, but can you imagine if the Bengals got that called against them and that touchdown got removed? It was an, it was, and it was a Ill- illegitimate whistle. It was. It was entirely it, illegitimate. illegitimate. The I, I'm assuming the ref assumed that Burrow was out of bounds, which he very obviously was not. Which, from he, the camera angle on TV, it looked like he could have been. But, like, if you're the, if you're the line judge, you're watching that live, you're like, Oh, no, he was clearly, like... Yeah, he was fine. It's perfectly clear and upon replay. He was nowhere near. He made one of the most insane throws that I think I've ever seen. Across his body. Exactly. And, yeah. I think across his body, in the air, like... Yeah. The, I don't know. It, it, was, it was really frustrating, but I, I am tired of hearing the Vegas fans 
It's like, yeah. no, shut up. You got lucky. Yeah. You beat the Chargers. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you almost got bailed out again you, anyway. You, you could have just tied. They had they had calls that went their way in previous games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, you guys have gotten some favors from the refs. I don't yeah. even want to hear about You know about who it. deserves this more? The Bengals do. Go yeah, cry about yeah, it. Yeah, get out of here. We, yeah, get out. <laughs> I don't care. So Bengals win that game, and you're thinking, okay, great. You know, awesome. And then, you know, after the Sunday games, it's a matter of who are the Bengals going to play. Yep. Because it either came down to the Titans, the number one seed, or... Uh, the Patriots. Yes. It was the Titans or the Patriots. That's who it was. Yes. And the Patriots were in Buffalo, uh, and yeah. then the Titans had a first-round bye. Yeah. So it's, okay, whoever wins the Titans... Or, I'm sorry, whoever wins the Patriots-Buffalo game... That's who we're going to play. Mm-hmm. And so after at the end of the night, you know we're going to play the Titans because the Patriots get absolutely demolished by Buffalo. Yeah. Which I was not expecting. I wasn't either, to be quite honest. I don't think with you. anybody was. Don't, Josh don't Allen just turned it on that night. Yeah. He he he's good. He's really good. He's scary. He's very good. He is very, very he's athletic. A scary he's a big man. man too. That's a big quarterback. I know. He is like freakishly cool. athletic. Yeah. So Terrifying. You know, Bengals, you know, they're, okay, we got to go play the number one seed. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, we it, it's it's kind of, this whole playoffs, aside from the Raiders, is kind of a pick your poison. Yeah, it's of. like, do you want to play the Patriots at home, which would be a tough game, or do you want to travel to Tennessee, or no, which we, would be a tough game? We would have played the Patriots at home. Or we would here, right? Yeah, because yeah. they were the lower seed. Yeah. So we would have hosted okay. the Patriots, which would yeah. I think would have been an amazing environment. But oh, yeah, you're playing 100%. Bill Belichick and a and a Patriots team that was kind of catching fire late in the season. Yeah. So it's it's it was a tricky it was a pick your poison sort of scenario. And then you get the Titans and you're thinking, okay, there's a puncher's chance they can beat this Titans team. You know they they got to work on um, guarding some of the mid range passing game that the Titans love to play. Derrick Henry's coming back. Oh crap! But everyone knew going to the game he's going to get limited carries. So it's not like he was going to get you know friggin' thirty five carries like yeah. he didn't. Uh, he got he did get the majority of them though. Right, he I mean he didn't even get uh, like Deontay Foreman had four carries for sixty six oh, yards. Yeah, the, he had he had more rushing yards than Derrick Henry did. Yeah, the the thing about that is um I was watching you know I watched all sorts of the like, ESPN Sports Center or whatever and uh, I can't I can't remember his name but he said to give Foreman the ball more because Foreman was clearly being more efficient. Gladly oh, yeah. they didn't because thank God you know. Off of four carries, sixty-six yards, and a sixteen and a half average. Like, yeah. oh my lord! But you know, that, that's just something you have to see as a coach. Like, yeah. not not that I wanted the Bengals to lose, but overall, like that was kind of a dumb move. It was, to be honest. It was. It was really like, dumb. When, because in hindsight, yes, and in a mat in a matchup of quarterbacks here, Joe Burrow, the man, Ryan Tannehill, not the man, exactly. I, uh, Ryan Tannehill, I, I don't even remember when he was good last. Dolphins, maybe. I don't know. He's been decent for the Titans, though. He he has been, but he's also horribly inconsistent. Yes, very. Like, if this game were to just come down to quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, 100%. Oh, no doubt about it. 1,000%. Because Ryan Tannehill's supported by his surrounding offense. He is. and Not he, that Joe Burrow isn't, but no, like... Yeah, not that Joe Burrow isn't. But Ryan Tannehill did not perform all that great. I mean, his was, first play of the game was an interception. Exactly, which I was not expecting. I looked at my dad. I was oh like, yeah, what in the world? I turned on happened? the TV and I was like, "That's a good thing." Yeah, that's cool. Because I mean, he finished fifteen for twenty four, two twenty, one touchdown, three interceptions. Yeah, first and last plays. His first and last plays of the game were each interceptions. They, they were. 
which I found very funny. Interception near the goal line. Like, holy cow. He just he just did not have a good game. Yeah, it was not good. And the the other amazing thing that I wanted to point out here, Burrow finished 20 for 37, 348, no touchdowns, one interception, was sacked nine times, still yeah. threw for over 340 yards. 340 yards. That is stupid. How, it is. how it is stupid. Literally, how is it possible that you can get sacked nine times at an away game and you can still get up, keep your cool, and you can throw darts to receivers. You can throw for 340 yards in a game where you're on the ground half the dang time. How do you do that? The answer is it's friggin' Joe Burrow. He, like, that's how. He is now the only quarterback to have been sacked nine times in a postgame, in, in like a postseason game, and still win. Yeah, and the other, the other uh, uh, quarterback who did that, but it was eight sacks, McNabb, right? was Donovan McNabb Donovan for the McNabb. Eagles back in yep. 2000. Yep. Two? I, I think 2003? Some, 2002 like or 2003. I, 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 can't, I, w- I wouldn't remember. It was, it was the Andy, Andy Reid Eagles. Yeah. Uh, either way. Crazy Eagles. Um, so Donovan McNabb was the last quarterback to do anything close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joe Burrow took it up a notch, literally. Um, yeah, by one. Not on purpose. No, but, no, not really. But, I mean, you know, you're thinking, oh, my God. Like, you know, they took a 6 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Titans score a touchdown. You're thinking, okay, you know, they were going to bounce back at some point. But... They go for two. Yeah, which and you're I thinking found really interesting, really weird. Like you could have just taken the lead by kicking the extra point. You could have, but they went for two with Derrick Henry. And I want to give props to the defense. Oh man, the that, defense they did locked really well. down Derrick Henry. Like sure, he had the one touchdown off the edge, but he, I mean he was running a wildcat, which is weird to begin with. And still, the containment was fantastic. Right. Like our our linemen are amazing. I love them all. Logan Wilson, I will give you a kiss. I love you. Isn't he a middle linebacker, though? He is, but he... But he I, plays like a lineman. He, he, he plays like a lineman. He had eight total tackles, six solo. Jeez. <laughs> I, have a, he, I have a fun story about him, but let's keep, let's he, keep going. He... Ah, man. The way that we handled Derrick Henry, sure, he was coming off an injury, whatever. Limited say, snaps, say, whatever. Say what you will to defend him. He is still one of the better or best running backs in the league right, right. now because of his run style. He... I mean, he runs over people. He's just an actual freight train. He is. It, he is terrifying. He's like, over 300 pounds, and he's like six foot, like six. He, he's insane. I'm going to pull up his his that, stuff. That was the question. Was he, It was how can the Bengals <laughs> stop Derrick Henry? It was how can they limit Derrick Henry? The, You're not going to stop yeah, Derrick Henry. I mean, they did. But they kind of did. They did. They kind of did. He was 20 for 62 in a touchdown. Yeah. That's it. And and back to that two point conversion. I mean, dude, he was inches away from. Oh yeah, it. he was inches. So close. I like would... on, uh, at live, you're th- you're like, oh my god, no, he didn't get it. But then, like in the back of your head, there's that little voice in your head as a Bengals fan. You're like, are they going to go review this? Like, and then See, they're going to overturn it. I knew they were going to review it because it was so close. It was so close. And I'm watching it, and his forearm was like, he his forearm was down, then he bounced. Yeah. The, so foot, the football it, was a less it, than a yard yeah, short. It may have looked a little closer, but it was still close. It was Very still close. scarily close to being two points. By the way, he's 6'3", 247. Uh, oh, okay. Either way. Either way, still scary. Still a big like, man. The fact that he's 6'3", 247. Yeah. Granted, I'm 6'2", 236. But, I mean, when you look at me, I'm very skinny. Yeah. Derrick Henry is just pure muscle. Yeah, Derrick Henry is, uh, yeah, he's that. He's that. He's terrifying. Yeah, so don't come to me for height and weight stats unless I have it on a piece of paper in front of my face. I was, I was 
partially exaggerating, but I was also partially, like, kind of believing what I was saying. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Freak of an athlete. Freak of an athlete. And then, you know, so the Bengals, you know, then it's it's 6-6, to and you're like, oh, that was good. That was really, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, now what? And then Bengals kick another field goal. You're like, okay, we got to stop kicking field goals. I I appreciate that McPherson is money right now. Money, Mac. But... We gotta start scoring touchdowns. Yeah. That's what they do. That's exactly what they did. I think was that in the third quarter? Yeah, third quarter. The, yeah, third, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm looking uh, at it right Joe now. Mixon. Uh, yeah, Joe Mixon. He had like a ten yard. Run. No, I think it was like twenty. No, it was more. It, it was like more twenty. It was impressive it was, run. It was an impressive run. He made for a sure. great cutback in it, the opposite direction. Sixteen yard run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He made, he had some impressive cut and then scored. That touchdown was huge, mm-hmm. right? That was an absolutely huge touchdown. Yes. And then I think the Titans scored a field goal after that before they scored their next touchdown. At least I'm pretty sure. Uh, because the Bengals went up by ten. They were up by ten at that point, and I think the Titans tied it up on the touchdown. I'm pretty sure, at least. I'm pretty sure they, they tied it up. Kick a field goal first and then score. Right. A okay. So the Titans kick a field goal, and you're yeah. thinking, okay, their defense is still doing their job. Yeah. And then Joe Burrow throws that interception, which to a lot of people was really controversial, and I see why. But to me, it was a pick. All to me, all day, it's a pick. I didn't think so. I thought it was because from the start, you can see the ball like dragging across the ground, right? And it's it's just a timing thing. I I think like you know, did he catch it before and blah blah blah? I I don't know. Game's over. We won. I I don't care. I (laughs) thought this was my impression. I understand why people were frustrated, but, you know, had it been the other way around, if it were the Bengals, you'd be like, that was clearly a pick, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then people pointed out, well, okay, what if that was a wide receiver and not a cornerback? Yeah. They're, they're, Would that be a different there, There's call? so many ways you can look at this. Right. But and, I, to, to yeah. me, it was a pick. I know yeah. it hit the ground, but it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter if it hits the ground. It only matters if the ball clearly aids in the guy catching it or it moves. Yeah. I thought he just barely secured it, bef- like, and then it just touched the ground. Yeah, it, Again, I'm, this yeah. is coming from a Bengals fan, and I thought he picked it. Yeah. I thought it was a pick. It, I don't know. It I, did it, I, I would have to look at it and, like, you'd have to stare analyze it. I'd have to stare at it for, like, hours and yeah. be like, okay, did that blade of grass move? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's too much for me to care. And plus, we won, so it doesn't They won, really so it doesn't matter. matter. Like, I'm right. Titans get the ball back though, and then Tannehill just drops a dime. Oh yeah, it was drops an absolute dime to AJ Brown. Amazing pass, an amazing catch. Yeah. I mean, Brown made no indication that he was even trying to. Well, okay, other than turning around, oh, he didn't have his hand up or out he, or anything. He, he literally had his arm like pinned it, up against it his body. Landed in his body. Yeah, like he just pinned it right in between his chest like, and like his arm. That was good luck defending that. Yeah. That's that is just amazing football. Like mm-hmm. my buddy was really mad about it. And then like me and my other friend were like, dude, I mean you gotta admit, that see, was really impressive. See, I was mad, but I was also impressed. At the same time, you're like, I gotta give props to that yeah. was that was an incredible yeah, play. It was it was absolutely that, it massive. doesn't get any better than that. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. So that you know, it gets tied up. Yeah. Sixteen to sixteen, you're thinking, oh crap. And there were there were plays throughout the game where it was deep balls to to receivers to from Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh man, this is where they start tearing us apart, isn't it? Nope. No. That somehow didn't happen. Bengals yeah. defense stepped up and they played yeah. incredible. The, they the only part of our secondary that scares me is Eli Apple. Because he's, he, yeah. he's being consistent. It's That's Eli Apple. But like this yeah. year he's been having a good he year. Has this been, has been his he, best year. He's been doing really well, and sure he's had his moments. 
but I mean, so does everybody else, to be quite honest. Like, yeah. you know, it just happens. Like, yeah. you know. He's, he's a very controversial topic in terms of the Bengals' defense, but this season he has been doing very well. Yes. This is his best season of his career. I would agree. I would argue that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, every time he gets interception, everyone posts on social media, like, you just got intercepted by Eli Apple, and it's like a deep-fried picture of him with, like, glowing eyes yeah, and I, whatever. Yeah, I've seen them before. I love that. I think it's so funny. So... You know, Bengals, like, the Titans get the ball back with, like, two minutes left. You're thinking, okay, well, either we stop them from scoring entirely and we just take this to overtime, you know, or maybe by some miracle we get a win here in regulation. I, I'm thinking probably the latter. I'm thinking we're probably going to overtime or the or the Titans win. Um, and then, you know, they're driving down the field, driving down the field, and they get to about their own 40 Ryan Tannehill throws a ball, gets tipped up in the air, and you're like, oh, boy. And then intercepted by Logan Wilson, you're thinking, okay, that's good. We stopped them from scoring. Yep. And I didn't think, personally, I was like, oh, that's great. We stopped them from scoring. That doesn't secure them a win. Doesn't secure us a win either, though. And I'm thinking, okay, we have a lot of ways to go if we want to get into field goal range. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's like, yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, let me just throw one ball to Jamar Chase. I got it. Put us in the field goal I range. got it. I got a hey, don't worry. I got a high out route 15 yards downfield, yep. whatever however far it was. Don't worry about it. We got it. And then yep. Jamar Chase catches it, gets inside field goal range. You're like, "Holy crap, this might happen." Yeah. You're uh, like not only did the Bengals win a freaking playoff game, they have a chance to go to the AFC Championship. And Evan McPherson is an absolutely insane kicker this year. Mm-hmm. Amazing rookie and you're thinking, "Oh my god, there's a freaking chance." Yep. What's about to happen? And then lines up for the kick, and I'm thinking they're going to call a timeout here, right? Titans still have a timeout. They're going to try to ice him. No. And, like, I literally have the video of me and my friends reacting to it live. And I'm thinking this is not going to be the kick. They're going to call a timeout the last second. And then you can hear me on the audio. I go, oh, this is it. As McPherson's winding up and then just dead center, yep. beautiful kick, like Evan McPherson just does. And you're we just lose our collective, you know what? Yeah. And holy crap, the Bengals did something I didn't know they could do under this ownership. I I have repeatedly tweeted once after the wild card game and once after the Titans game. I don't know how to handle this. I'm not used to winning. <laughs> you're like you you really don't know what to do with yourself. Like, as a Cincinnati sports fan, you're kind of just used to losing you're just used and, to heartbreak yeah you expect much. it at this point like that that's that's what my mom says all the time because she's i mean my both of her parents have lived in cincinnati their entire lives they've mm-hmm. been they've seen the 90s reds and they've seen the super bowl bengals and right. all the other amazing sports that have happened 90s recently. 90s basketball yeah. yeah and my my mom's always like oh blah 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 whatever my dad's kind of the same way but kind of has hope and i'm like I me being overly optimistic because that's who I am, and I, it's just insane. Like watching this team go this, from this Bengals team, this Bengals team from what they did for the past two seasons, twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, they went six twenty seven and one. Yep. What did they do this year? AFC Championship. Why not? Granted, eight, ten and seven. <laughs> sure, whatever. But AFC Championship is the more important part of this. Because they're winning. And the fun part about this is they don't need to win with style points. Nope. I'm just saying. They just got to win. You just got to win. Win and is a win. They it doesn't have, matter. They have such a good chance to go to the Super Bowl, it's kind of scary. 
They do. And here's the thing. They have to travel to Kansas City, which, yes. by the way, that game against Buffalo. Oh, man. Did you see the win probability chart? It looked like... Hold on, let me pull this up. It, it looked like a... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It, it almost looked like a... Uh, um, Hurry oh. monitor? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but, like, it, I'm trying to think of... of um, like, it looked like a parabola... Oh, but it was like... Oh, it does. It so does. Look at it. Yeah. yeah I'm looking at this right yeah, now. It, look at it. Okay, it goes, so it goes... It's kind of steady throughout. It stays around 50%, and then it kind of starts to favor Kansas City, and then it shoots up to Buffalo, back down to Kansas City, back up to Buffalo, back down to Kansas City. I mean, oh, it, it, it is... Like, I'm not even kidding. That's how many times it changes it, back it, and forth. It does. I, I watched the last quarter. I don't remember what I was doing, but I started watching the last quarter, and I, I remember texting my friend, and we sat in a, a Discord call... And we watched the the overtime quarter that Grant didn't last very long, and that's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. People want to change the overtime rules, whatever. But uh, man, this, it was still a good game. Yeah, fantastic game. I I do agree. The overtime rules need need to change because yeah. in that game it was just who gets the ball. Yeah, whoever gets the ball is winning the game. Pretty period. Much. The Be- end. That's what's going to happen because it's two very explosive offenses. Yeah, that. Two very good quarterbacks, yep. two great wide receiving cores, just one very good tight end. Yeah, for you know who. Yeah, um. just it was a matter of who gets the ball. Yeah, and Josh Allen got to call heads or tails. Mm-hmm. But you know it's fifty fifty. It doesn't matter if yeah. it, you know you can't go back in time and say, man, I wish I would have called. It's like no, it, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, you, you, like doesn't matter which one you pick. It's fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was it was just a matter of who the heck is you know going to get the coin toss. Yeah. And, you know, so Kansas City wins, and you're thinking, okay. Yeah. And, again, this was another scenario where the Bengals, it was like, all right, pick your poison. you got to beat who you got to beat. you got to play mm-hmm. who you got to play. It doesn't matter who you're playing at this point because they're both very good teams. Mm-hmm. Do you want to travel to Buffalo? No. Do you want to travel to Kansas City? Yeah. No. But you don't have a choice. you got to go to one see, of them. See, I, I was the one that said, I want to go to Kansas City. I do not want to go to Buffalo. No. I initially wanted to go to Buffalo, and then after thinking about it and talking yeah. to other people, they made really good the points Bill, that I was like... See, my only point yeah. is the Bills Mafia. The Bills... Mm-hmm. Well, that and also the Bills have the number one defense. They do. Not against Kansas City, apparently. Not but against like, Kansas City, but like, in, in general, they did. And because I... I, I mean, crowd noise. That, that's it. That, that, that's the thing. Because while the Bengals have had shown up to multiple games, including Tennessee, where they tried to keep us out, which is its own thing. The Bills Mafia is just a little bit more insane. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the cold. Uh, a know. little bit more insane? Chief, I'm going to take you another step. They are completely insane. No, they are. It, they are terrifying. I respect Maybe, the hell I, out I of them, I love them. I love Bills Mafia. Like, I really do. But I do not want to play against you ever. Like, yeah. to be quite honest, ever. Especially Josh Allen. Exactly. Now, you take Josh Allen out of the game. Then maybe. I think their offense is pretty one-dimensional. Yeah. I think if you take him out of the game, then it's like, good luck. Yeah. They can find other ways to to score and whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's like you're taking your best playmaker. Gabriel Davis had a game. He did. Four touchdowns against Kansas City. He did. That is is crazy. Man. That's an incredible stat. It, It really is, but. And I thought, oh, man, Kansas City, 13 seconds left. What does Patrick Mahomes do? Let's go throw a couple of passes. We'll tie it up. Yeah, Take it know, overtime. Take it overtime. He had 13 seconds. He did. Who like who looks at the clock and goes, don't, we can still do this. Don't let anyone tell you that 13 seconds is not enough. <laughs> for anything. For, for anything, anything. For anything. Like, I, uh, Pat Mahomes did it. 
Even if you're a professor and your class is supposed to go for an hour, if you can do it in 13 seconds, then good for you. Literally. I, uh, anyway, yeah. the, 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 so incredible game on Sunday, but the Bengals got to go on, take on the Chiefs. And uh, I mean, look, the Chiefs scare me because, one, it's at Kansas City. Yeah. Two, yes, we've beaten them, so there is a chance that they can – there is absolutely a chance they can beat Kansas City. They've proven yeah. they can. But it's like, you know, the Chiefs are going to want to really, really, really want revenge. They just yeah. can't. They're coming off a Super Bowl losing season. Yep. Like they are going to want this. They're hosting the fourth so AFC Championship in a row, which is the first time that's ever happened. It is in NFL history, which would mean two streaks are broken. One being the Chiefs AFC winning whatever I think or something, and then <laughs> that was a very vague stat. It was a very vague stat because I think I'm wrong. That's why I went vague, but. The more important one here, the Bengals haven't won an AFC Championship game in I don't even remember how long it's been. Well, last time they went to a Super Bowl, 1988. True. Yeah, that would have been been it. 88 would have been the last time. So that's another streak broken by the Bengals. Potentially. And here's another thing that may jinx things, but the only two teams that are undefeated in AFC or in championship rounds. Oh, I know what you're going to say. The Giants. Yep. At five and zero, and the Bengals at two and zero. Yep. Yeah, and when I saw that stat initially, I had to read it a couple times. I was like, "Wait, what?" And, and I was like, "Oh, they mean undefeated in in conference title yeah. games." Yeah. In the Super Bowl, okay, and, and that because it really confused yeah. the heck out of me. And the also, way it was technically, an asterisk besides the Houston Texans, but they're also zero zero because they never made it. Because they never made it. Yeah. That <laughs> so is, there's that. But, that's true. You know. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, this is exciting to say the least. Yeah. I, I don't think. After the Jets loss, I was like, okay, we yeah. we can we try to win the North at least, maybe go to the playoffs? Yeah, like, that's it, where I was too. I was like, I remember seeing a tweet by somebody, and they were like, are the Bengals a playoff team? I said no. Yeah. I went back, quote-treated it, this aged well. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I was, I, I mean, I was expecting the worst, right. to be quite honest, because I was like, I don't know, this, meh, 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 whatever. And we go on and dominate. Yep. Like, our last kill the Steelers, kill the Ravens again, like just dominate the competition for the, the most Chiefs part. By three, but that secures an AFC North title game t- or title. But also beat the Chiefs by three, right. which is impressive. Very knocks them out after coming back. I yeah, guess. No, like knocks them out of uh, the top, number one, the seed. top seed, and puts us in the fourth, right? Or some or like a minimum second. fourth. We had a chance to go for to get the second one, but a lot of things yeah. had to happen. Like yeah, the Texans the, had to be the Titans, and then the Colts. Yeah, the the, the stars had to align, and yeah, uh, hell had to freeze over, and pigs had to fly. I don't know. Pretty much, only one of those things I think has happened. But you know, uh, who knows? So it's it's going to be a tough game, regardless of who you go to. Kansas City, no doubt, can have a huge chip on their shoulder. Yep. Bengals have a winning record on the road, which they is do. a very good thing. Um, but the ESPN, uh, sorry, football power index gives the Chiefs a sixty-nine nice percent chance to win this game. I understand why, but Joe Burrow and the Bengals, man, you, you they don't care about out. that. It's it's you, you can't count these guys out. The, I think one of the leading factors as to why they're so good, they have so much confidence. Oh yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah. This team is confident. They're talented. They are. They're, this is a very talented roster, and if we can hold our own, we're going to win. I hope so. We will visit the Super Bowl. The defense needs to 
do what they did against the Chiefs in the first game, mm-hmm. in the second half. Yeah. The whole game, which is yes. a very tall, tall task. Yes, That's a lot. And Kansas City is going to change things up, probably. Oh, 100%. They're going to change things up. I mean, we up. have to change it up, too. Yeah, we do. We're, we're going to have to have a whole new game plan. And, I mean, so the Chiefs are, too. So right. no one's going to know what's going to be thrown at them. Right. I, I thought it was interesting giving Jamar the ball rushing in the wild card. I thought that was interesting. I mm-hmm. thought it worked very well. I don't know if they'll do that again. No, I don't, I don't know. see that happening because I see the Chiefs' defense being better. Because... Overall, the Bengals were the better team in the wild card. I think everyone knew that. Agreed. It was kind of debatable between the Titans. The Titans were good, but so were the Bengals, so we didn't really know how that was going to go. With the Chiefs, we know they're good. We know that this team is going to be difficult. Kansas City is a brand. They are. They are a brand, and they are a very good brand at Mm -hmm. that. So going into this game, I'm very nervous. I think everyone is at this point. Very, Whether you are a Bengals diehard fan or a Bengals bandwagon or whatever you want to be. You're scared because this is the Chiefs. Yeah. And the Chiefs have been good. Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback. He's right. very much a top 10, top 10 quarterback easily. But I think we have the talent to win. Maybe not handily, but I say we covered the spread. Really? I say not to. Spread go, is seven in favor of Kansas City, by the way. I say, yeah, it, yeah, we're seven point underdogs, like you just said. Uh, I'm like not yeah. even gonna try to make a pick in this game because I, want, I truthfully I want, I want to because I I think I'd, I, I you can you can make a pick but I truthfully I truthfully I just I just don't have let's see any let me, idea let me, uh, this could this really it feels like a toss up I I take the over here we cover the spread forty to thirty three Bengals forty to thirty three yeah. Wow, I, I, I say I. That's why I think. I think they're I, gonna score forty. Okay, I, I will say this because I think it's gonna be a shootout. I think it. I think it will be too. I think it's either gonna be a very high scoring affair or it's going to be a very low scoring. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's. I feel like it's gonna be one it, or the other. It could other. easily be a replica of the New England, L.A. Super Bowl where they it was like thirteen to three as the final. Yeah. Or something. But I, I don't know if I see that because I see. I see Jamar Chase picking apart the secondary again. Yeah. Like he did the first time. I I, I don't even know if double teaming is going to do anything, to be quite honest. And I, if you double team him, guess who's open? Everyone, everyone else. else. <laughs> yeah. exactly. You have Tyler Boyd. You have T. Higgins. You have C.J. Uzama. Yep. We have one of the best receiving cores in the, in the National Football League. If not the best. Yes. If not the like, best. They are insanely talented. Yep. I haven't loved a tight end as much for the Bengals since Eifert. Oh, yeah, Tyler Eifert was great. I, I, I miss that man, but good Lord, I, I hope you're okay. Um, <laughs> but he is just insanely talented. I mean, looking at, I, I have the I mean, I have the stat line pulled up right now. And I'm, like, I've been comparing, and statistically, Mixon has more yards than Williams by a good chunk. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the more important thing that I look at is the receivers. And... Off of 81 receptions, Jamar Chase has 1,455 yards. Tyreek Hill has about 20 more receptions for less yards. Yeah. Which I find interesting. It is I interesting. Think that will be the game changer. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's how well can you hold down Travis Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes also, 
scrambling very well against the Bills. So you got to be very wary of that because if you if you don't contain Patrick Mahomes in the passing game, he's going to yes. run against you. And yes. he's, he's going to hurt you. But I also think that our front four can handle that. Trey if Hendrickson, not, if not front seven, Trey Hendrickson being back. Well, he didn't make a huge impact on the game against the Titans. It no doubt it helped. It did help. I think it helped the that confidence. Pressure was just what helped. Yeah, like he was there, and he, you know, being one of the better defensive linemen for the Bengals, he's going to help bring some kind of energy to this to the right. game. Exactly. And sure, it's probably going to hurt that Ogunjobi's out. I believe he's still out. I think I, he is. Too. I have to. I think he's done. I'm going to pull up the injury report. Yeah, he's probably done. I think he's done. I, I can't. I, I can't remember exactly. Is it in a leg injury or a concussion? I think it, I think it was a leg. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Trey Hendrickson went into concussion yeah, protocol. Yeah, Hendrickson what I'm was of. leg. Ogunjobi, I believe, is a le- is leg. Yeah. No, no, no. Hendrickson was um, protocol. Um, yeah, Hendrickson was protocol. I think I just said the he wrong was thing. he was in concussion protocol. Yeah, and then he got released off concussion protocol. Right. I think Hendrickson has a or um, uh, God. Uh, Ogunjobi has a leg issue. Yes. I think he's done, which really sucks. I think so, but I I think Sam Hubbard will be fine. I think he will be able to. I love Sam Hubbard. I also love Sam Hubbard. I I I I, I really think the Bengals win here. I really do. You. Can, I have confidence. I have the utmost can, confidence that they can win. You can beat me up if I'm wrong. I no, I won't. Because well, here's the thing. No matter <laughs> right. what happens in this game on Sunday, Bengals fans will be extremely now unless it's a really, 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 really disappointing ending. Yeah. But even then. Bengals fans are going to go, wow, we made it to the AFC Championship game in Burrow's second year. In a year where that was not even close to an expectation. No, not at all. And the other other defensive lineman I was talking about was DJ Reader. That's it. He's another guy. Did well. Yeah. I I think the outside contain will be good too, especially if we can just provide pressure and contain the pressure. How many many sacks will we get on Kansas City when – we played them the first time. I don't uh, remember, and I'm pulling it up. I'm trying to stall for time by talking about nonsense right now. Okay, let's let me let me see if I can also also pull. It. I don't remember them getting to Patrick Mahomes all that much. I don't either, but I'm intrigued. I want to know what the okay. So Patrick Mahomes was not sacked once. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Uh, Burrow was sacked four times, but still pulled up. But still was thirty for thirty nine, four hundred forty six yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, no interceptions. Crazy. Mahomes was sacked no times and did not as good. Jamar Chase had more receiving yards than Patrick Mahomes had passing yards. That's the he st- did. He did. That I don't was, think I realized that. That was the stat from the day. He, he had more passing yards and more touchdowns on the day. Not that he threw them, but like... He still, Catching he, yards, he still, receiving he yards. He still scored. Right. Like, you know, he scored more times than Mahomes did, which is kind of a weird stat to look at since it he is, catches, yeah. catches footballs and Patrick Mahomes throws them, but... Still, the fact that he had more receiving yards than he had passing yards is probably the more important thing to look at here. It's it's crazy. So it is. It's it's former sports director Alex Frank actually made the point. He's like, I want to go to Kansas City because I think their corners are terrible. I would agree. And I'm like, if okay, that's that's valid. I don't really know their team all that well outside of the big names. If you think their corners suck, then hell yeah, let's let's dominate them in the passing game if we can. And, and actually, another thing that's big: Tyron Matthews out. The Honey Badger's out. He's out. Oh, he he's out. I don't remember. I don't remember why, but he's out. He oh, got. Hurt. I didn't. I didn't know he that. He got hurt. Okay, he's, he is on concussion protocol. I think because it, it says 
Two hours ago, Matthew concussion was a full participant in Thursday's practice. So I don't know if he'll play. Okay. That that that's the that thing. That could be that, huge for the Bengals. Be, not not that I don't think we can work around him, but he is I think he is the best player in their secondary. Easily. Oh yeah. Easily no, the 1, 000, best player. 1000%. I don't think their corners are that great. Other than that, their secondary is very okay. Yeah. We can pick it apart with every receiver that we have. Right. This is just going to be a very interesting game. It God, is. I it, the, like just just stop and think. The Bengals are one win away from appearing in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Granted, we don't know against who yet, obviously. I hope it's the Niners. <laughs> Same. If if the Bengals are to win. I, I honestly think, logically, I think everybody's hoping for the Niners. But for us, I know it's the sweet, sweet revenge of the 88 or 86. 86 and 88, I think? Yeah, th- those two years. I think. 87 89 or whatever. Something like I that. I don't know. But th- the two Super Bowls where Joe Montana yeah. collectively uh, destroyed our hopes and dreams. But, you know, what? how sweet would it be? Oh, man. It'd be that, amazing. I think that's the cherry on top. If With the that, Joe if, of our own. Exactly. Like, if that's how this season goes, I think Cincinnati will burn to the ground oh, yeah. out of sheer excitement. Yeah. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Cincinnati will not exist anymore. Like, there will be no more episodes of the Inside the 275 Loop podcast. We will all be dead. (laughs) Yeah, correct. (laughs) This this university just simply won't exist anymore. No, it it will not. Cincinnati will just simply be a hole in the dirt. It will. It it 100% will. So, um... I remember when Jerry Springer like did that little thing on College Game Day. Yeah, remember when he they they brought that up. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, we had the Bengals go to the Super Bowl and like we lost to Joe Montana, but we got a Joe of our own now. Oh, like, yeah. wouldn't that be kind of fitting? Like that just I, I, like that. Someone put that on a shirt. Cincy shirts. Where are you at? Yeah. Put that on a shirt. That would be really cool. But the quick story about Logan Wilson. I was working a boathouse on. Not not this past Sunday. Um, it was the Sunday before that. I think it was the game after the Raiders, I think. Um, and this big red truck, it's like the RTX pulls in or whatever. Sure. Brand new, big, really expensive, nice, super high horsepower truck. Yeah. And my manager's like kind of geeking over. He's like, that thing's really cool. And I'm like, well, clearly this guy has some money. You know, a guy gets out and, you know, just whatever. It's, you know, yeah, we'll park your car for you. And I back it in. Camera quality on it was really terrible. Sure. Um, really weird. But, you know, I back it into the spot. Don't really think anything of it. You know, I go home that night. Whatever. Come to find out a few days later, you know whose car it was? Logan Wilson. It was Logan Wilson. You just parked Logan Wilson's It was car. Logan Wilson's car. Good Lord. But it's weird because I didn't recognize him at all. I- I don't and, know. and and not that I really knew his face at that time yeah, that like, all you that think well. It's just hard because like you don't really see their faces very often because you know they have helmets on with face masks, so like you can't see their full face. So you're never really gonna truly see them unless in some like if you work with them or you see them in pressers or something. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I watch press conferences all the time, so I know right. I know what the players look like because right. I watch press conferences and all sorts of stuff. But most people aren't really gonna know their faces, right? Unless you. Like, seek it out. Right, exactly. Or you see a graphic and you can remember their I mean, face no one I was working with even recognized him or anything yeah. like that. So, I, I it's it, it was – I'm pretty sure he was the driver. I'm pretty sure it was him and his truck and he was the driver. Yeah, probably. Unless he got out of the passenger side and I just – I don't know. Like, Mm-mm. But I just didn't think anything of it. I just was like, you know, know. this is just another guy who has a really nice truck, whatever. No, it was Logan Wilson. No, that's oh, funny. 
okay, cool. It's fine. Which, this isn't the first Bengal I've met on the job. I met some, I don't remember who it was. I, I want to say his name was CJ, but it wasn't Uzama. I don't, I don't remember who it was. Pushmanzada. <laughs> I don't think his first name was CJ, though. Was it? Yeah, I, I no, it was TJ. TJ Hushmanzada. It might have been now, him. Was was it really? Maybe. I, huh. I don't. Is he a current Bengal? He no. Okay. Then. No, he was a Bengal with with a Palmer. Oh, then it wasn't him. No, oh, this okay. was this was a younger guy who was. Oh, okay. I don't I don't remember what his name was, but if I go back to the place where I was working and I ask the security guard, hey, what was the name of that Bengal player? Because like he has you, a he has a freaking Hellcat. You, did you say his name was like CJ or something? I thought it was, but I. Genuinely do I'm not remember. DJ Hill, maybe? DJ Reader? Well, not DJ Reader. He was Reader, a really big dude. That. He was either an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. Mm. I legitimately don't know who it was. You could name people, and I, I couldn't tell you. Okay, actually, w- w- one quick thing. We have another place kicker. We do. Uh, are you asking if we do, or are you saying no, that we, we do? No, we do. His name's Elliot Fry. Elliot Fry? Yeah, he's been here for a year. He's, he's from South Carolina. I wonder how good he is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think he's ever done anything. Oh, wait. Actually, hold on. He's a backup place kicker, so, like... He is four for five. Oh. His longest mate is 44. He's four for five on extra points. Oh. Extra point kicker. No, he's kicked four, he's kicked four field goals. Oh, he's okay. Kicked, he's four for five on each. That had to be during Fat Randy's season, right? I think 2020? So, I think so. Because now that name all like oddly sounds semi familiar, that had to be like during 2020, right? I think I'm not 100 percent. So sure. confused. Yeah, I don't. He was previously no. with Kansas City, apparently. Okay. He had. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm. I'm so invested in this now. 2021 regular season, he was one for one on field goals against the Browns with one extra point. Okay, so that was probably the last game against the Browns, right? Yeah, 21-16 was the final. Okay. And then he was 2-for-3 from 30-39, 1-for-1, 40-49, and 3-for-4 on extra points against the Steelers. So lost. I didn't know we had another kicker. I didn't know. We, <laughs> oh well, I mean, I guess you kind of have to. It, uh, yeah, I guess you you do have you to. Have unless to, unless yeah. you pull a Chad Johnson and he just comes out there and kicks a field goal because yeah, he, he can, I point, guess. Yeah. Um, Against the Patriots. But now it's now he says he's out. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. So I don't know. It's so, an interesting little tidbit if you didn't yeah. know that. And then just really quickly, I got to get to a meeting here in a little bit, uh, but. Um, Reds, uh, MLB, currently yeah. in a lockout right now. <sighs> so, and I just valeted Bob Castellini's car a couple nights ago. Uh, no, I didn't say anything bad to him. I wouldn't get a tip if I did. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, whew, man, I have a lot of friends that think this season's going to get partially <sighs> I, delayed or just I outright think so canceled. Too. I really think so, and it makes me sad because I miss Reds baseball. Which, if you, if I had said that to myself like three years ago, I'd have been like, "No, you don't. You hate baseball." I'm like, "No, I love baseball. Yeah, baseball's great." I went to like two Reds games. It took me two Reds games this year to be like, "Oh yeah, I love, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. I love the Reds. The Reds are great. Not, not really, but they're, 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 they were good. They were a lot better mm-hmm. than they have been. Yep. And I fell in love with Cassianos and Winker and. I mean, I always love Votto because Joey Votto, whatever. Let's not forget the rookie of the year. True, Jonathan India. Love that guy. He is fantastic. Went to the Bengals games, too. He did. I, I remember that. And he hit, yeah. Which it, is awesome. It, 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 was, it was really, I love when, 
I just love when athletes of the same city support Show, yeah. their athletics in right. the same city. Even Travis Kelsey like went down to the Dallas game against Alabama. He did, and he and like the crowd lost their mind. Oh yeah, lost their mind. But we, I I tweeted at him multiple times. I was like, "Hey, come down to the student section. I'll buy you a beer." <laughs> <laughs> like, unfortunately, he didn't. Obviously, right? But um, yeah, I, I don't know. He. The, the Reds, really cool to see. The, yeah, Just really, really cool it, it to see. It was really, it was really awesome. I loved it. So that matchup against Kansas City against Kansas City is this Sunday at three o'clock. Unfortunately, I'll be working for the not. for the AFC title game. Uh, catch the action on CBS. Yeah, catch it Let's on see CBS. If their broadcast is terrible. It's gonna be really fun. I've been I hating think. on CBS broadcast. Recently. I love CBS though. I love CBS. Their broadcast recently have been kind of lagging. Fair I don't enough. know. That's just me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. Anyway, th- so Bengals. Getting ready to play on Sunday in the AFC Championship game, uh, man. I'm I've never truly been this excited before. Before now, it was the 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 Titans game. Before then, it was the Raiders game. But well, before that, I had never been this excited about a Bengals game. Yeah. I have never really been a passionate Bengals fan. I've been more of a critic because they're a terrible organization. They still are. Yeah, I believe that. I don't care how successful they are. It's literally just Joe Burrow has been the difference, and like the players have been standing up for themselves and making moves and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So we'll see what happens on Sunday against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, CBS, Bengals versus Chiefs. It's going to be a fun one, people. Buckle up. Bengals are one win away from a Super Bowl for the first time since 1988. And holy cow, let's party, or whatever year it was, let's party like it was that year. Let's let's seriously get behind this team. Let's just enjoy the moment. And... Uh, and just real real quickly, any final thoughts, Ethan? I got a, I got a meeting to get to. Yeah, um... <laughs> Who day? Who day? That's all I got. That's all we got. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this hour and a half long episode Woo! of Inside the 275 Loop. It's got to be a record. It's, I think it is. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this episode. I'm Sean McMahon alongside Ethan Herzog saying good night, go Bearcats, and go freaking Bengals, baby. <laughs>